0: I'm so happy you're joining me for episode number seven of the blended family podcast. I'm recording this a few days after Christmas. I have been so busy these last few weeks, so I'm glad I was able to find the time to record. So the last weekend before Christmas, we had a big sleepover. We had some friends, kids spend the night and also had Sean's ex-wife's daughter from her second marriage. Plus R four, so it was a house full. So between that and trying to cook and get ready for the holiday, well, it was really chaotic. We usually don't have our kids on Christmas. We usually celebrate on another day, but this year it worked out where we had them on the day. Our kids are getting a bit older now, but it's still always exciting to watch them open their gifts. That being said, I am also relieved it's over so things can calm down a little. I hope that you had a wonderful holiday if you celebrate. I know this time of year can be stressful, but it really passes by so quickly. In fact, when we had the little ones over, I noticed more how much older mine are getting. They turn into little adults overnight, it seems. If you have teenagers, then you know what I mean. So the topic I have for you today is determining schedules and visitation. I talked about this only slightly in episode number four, which focused on holidays, but today I want to talk overall about the family schedule. There are a lot of ways you can go with this, and so much of it really depends on your specific circumstance. So let's get right into it. The first thing we need to look at are your divorce agreements and how flexible you all are. We can't stray too far from what the papers say. So, aside from holiday schedules which we discussed previously, we have to look at regular visitation schedules. Every state has different rules. For instance, I know here in Florida where I live, they just passed a new law in the last couple of years stating that the mother and the father have 50/50 share of the kids. When I got divorced years ago, this wasn't the case. I've also seen many unique schedules Unless you are currently going through a divorce, you probably have all this set in place already. So I'm not going to go into all the options here. But what I want to get into is how this works in a blended family. It was easy for you when you were single, right? But if you're partnered now and your partner also has kids, well, then we're in a whole different playing field, aren't we? How do you make it work? If your kids are older, it most likely will not be as heavy an issue. Teenagers tend to have their own life. They'll be getting jobs, concentrating on school and a social life. They will be spending more time away from the home as they are trying to become more independent. I think it's definitely more of an issue when you're dealing with younger children. So first, let's take the typical arrangement of the majority of families, even though this is changing a little lately. I'm talking about the every other weekend to the non-custodial parent and also one evening during the week. The big question here is, should you have all of the kids together on one weekend and the next weekend with no children or alternate each weekend with a different set of kids? Therefore, every weekend you will have kids at home. This can be a really tough decision and you may even want to try it both ways. Here are some points I want to lay out for you. First, look at the relationship between the children. Is it very rocky? Do the stepkids constantly fight? Is that an issue in your home? Well, if it is, you have to decide if it's better to keep them apart. Personally, I really don't love this idea. If you keep them apart, they won't be able to get to know each other better. Some of these issues resolve in time. All kids argue, and you do need to remember that all siblings fight, biological or not. We had this problem years ago in our home. Our two youngest had somewhat of a love-hate relationship for a while. This went on for years. Now they're getting older, and it's rare that they fight anymore. Let's face it, siblings are always going to get on each other's nerves, and that still happens here. I'll tell you, for a while, it caused a lot of tension between Sean and myself. It was a constant battle. And then we realized a different way to handle it. We decided to no longer get involved and allowed them to figure it out on their own. Because usually what would happen is we would get all upset. And then five minutes later, they were BFFs again. So we said, look, we don't want to hear about it unless someone is putting their hands on the other or if someone is bleeding. I know how stressful it is for you when they argue, No one wants to take sides, and it just creates a lot of tension. By the way, the kids know this, and so sometimes they try to get the other in trouble on purpose. But I still say, try to stick it out if you can. And I'm talking from experience here. I think if we would have separated them back then, they would have never gotten as close as they are now. Now, if there's any physical violence that isn't resolving itself... Having separate visitation may be something that works better for you right now. No matter what, it's not worth you and your partner fighting over. Another factor for you to think about is your time with the children and if you're getting enough quality time with them. For sure, if you have now combined all the kids together on a weekend, it's impossible to give them all the one-on-one they might crave. This is a valid concern, but again, the kids do need to understand the new dynamic and that you're all one unit now. And again, this really depends on the ages of the kids and also whether you're the custodial parent or not. If you aren't the custodial parent, you may only have the couple of days to spend with your child. Now, all of a sudden, you're splitting yourself in more pieces and your child may not want to share. If this is a big issue for you, you may want to do the alternating weekends so that each child feels like they're getting their share of time. And again, I don't think this is the optimal way to handle this. I feel that if you are sharing your life with a partner and trying to form a new family, kids really have to learn to mesh and respect relationships all around. I still prefer to have them all together, but you could do something like taking the child out for a little breakfast alone, or a walk to the park, or an ice cream run. Even if you're running to the supermarket, you could have one child come with. It's just a way to sneak in that one-on-one time they might crave. That's really all they need. Also, if you do the one weeknight thing, maybe have that time alone. Sean always goes up to see the kids on Thursdays, and even though they would love to see me, most of the time I stay back. That way, they can get some quality time with their dad without always feeling like I'm around. Now, we've been together for so long, I know they really don't care. It was more important to me years ago. But there are ways to ensure that your kids feel like they have enough of you. Another thing you may want to take into consideration with your time sharing is your adult time with your partner. Now, when you had never been divorced, You just have the kids full-time, and you need a babysitter to go out. But now that you are divorced, you should have every other weekend without the kids. If you and your partner work it out this way, you can have one kid weekend and then one adult weekend. This is what we do, and so we have every other weekend to have free. Yes, when you have all the kids together, that weekend might be stressful and chaotic, but then you know the next weekend it will be quiet, A time you can both use to reconnect and de-stress. You can go grab dinner and a movie, take a weekend getaway, or just stay home in a quiet house. If you do it the other way with alternating weekends, it might be a little easier each weekend with less kids, but you won't ever really get a break. And without us adults getting a break, life can start to feel monotonous and dull. So just think about that. I'll tell you that we really need that adult weekend where we aren't stressed. It helps us to connect as partners and adults instead of just being mom and dad all the time. Now, we were talking about a general arrangement of every other weekend, but some homes do have 50-50. This can mean one week on and one off or any other unique arrangement each of you may have made when getting divorced. In my situation, it was easier because we both had the weekend thing going. I was the custodial parent and Sean wasn't. But regardless, we had on and off weekends that we were able to coordinate. Some of you may have it where each of you has a really different circumstance. The main issue you need to look at is how important it is to you to have the kids grow up together or not. I have to tell you that I have a very strong viewpoint on this. I've been saying it, and I will keep saying it. I really think it's best to have the kids together, at least sometimes. If you keep them apart, they will never have a chance to bond and to learn how to get over any differences they may have. Listen, I know how difficult it is with the kids. Ours are close in age, and when we met, they were eight, six, four, and 3. There were definitely some weeks where we contemplated separating them. Sometimes it was because of the fighting, but other times it was just because of the high level of chaos and stress that came with having them all. Sometimes they were so hyper and crazy, and we thought about it then, but as crazy as they have ever made us, there are moments when I catch them cuddling or sneaking a hug or just being kind to each other, and that makes me realize that we made the right decision. The right decision for us doesn't mean it will be right for you. I understand that some circumstances don't allow for certain options. And don't forget, like I always say, if it isn't working, you can change it. You should never feel like you're stuck. You can try it out a few different ways and see what works best for your blended family. Hey, before you know it, the kids grow up and are wanting to spend time with their friends on the weekends or parties or they'll be working. What you're doing now is just temporary. You want to choose the option that is the least stressful for all involved. If you are having a problem with your schedule and you want to talk about it, please feel free to email me. In fact, if you have anything you need help with in your blended family, please let me know if I can help. We've been through a lot and I understand what you're going through right now. Write to me at melissa at com. If you have a tip or idea about today's topic, please comment on the show notes. I would love a review on iTunes if you feel like the show is valuable to you. I'd like for other people to be able to find me and reviews just give me a little boost. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. We're getting ready to celebrate New Year's this week. And I hope this new year brings you great peace and joy with your blended family. I have a lot planned for you in the new year, and I do hope you continue to listen. On next week's episode, we are going to talk a little about finances, which can be a sore subject, but we're going to unpack that a little. Please have a safe and wonderful New Year's, and we'll catch up next week. Thanks so much for listening.